and Harriet Dyer, comedians and friends of each other, try different self-improvement, fads, lifestyles, trends, lotions and potions to maybe make us a bit less insane. Oh, that was good, that one. Nice. Okay. Hello. Hello. We are here. (laughs) We're queer. I've changed changed my voice. Yeah, I've changed. We haven't done this for quite some time. I actually feel quite strange. Yeah. We had a lot of coffee and some pano chocolates. I've had two cups of tea, but quite goblety yeah. size. Yeah, and, tea um, bags. Mm. <laughs> we haven't we haven't really done this for two or three weeks, possibly even a month. There's been changes. There's been things happening. <laughs> My things drooping. <laughs> Harriet's things are drooping. My things are drooping. And yeah, so it's so thank you for bearing with. We've been we had a, yeah, we've only missed one. Oh right, sorry. Yeah, but to us it feels longer because we've stockpiled them. Yeah. Anyways, we're getting we're, we're getting we're frittatas back in order. Oh, I and love a frittata. What is it? It's a Spanish omelet, isn't oh, it? Oh yeah. Well, someone I worked with this girl from Berwick, and she said from Berwick, Scotland. Yeah, and she I remember. That's so weird because it's happened like 12 years ago and now I've identified who she is, she'll remember and she'll remember that the only thing I remember about her is when I worked with her, she went, you should put, you make the frittata and you put it in the oven and it comes up like a big pie. (laughs) 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 And that's all I remember about her. But it doesn't even come up like a pie. A cake. Oh, a cake. So you haven't even got the quote right. (laughs) No, but I think she said cake after pie but I remember I go it comes up like a big pie I thought that sounds lovely and I always wish to make one and I've never made one because the reason I've never made one is I thought well isn't the pan handle going to melt what <laughs> why I thought that you would make an omelette a kind of omelette with potato in and then you cook it a little bit but then you put the pan in the oven so it comes up like a big pie Oh, is that what you do? Oh, I've done it because I did it the other... What I've been cooking? My partner was at work. I was doing myself a baked potato. So then I put in an extra one for him. Mm-hmm. And, then, uh, and then he didn't eat. Do you know what everyone keeps doing in my house? What? I'll put a baked potato in the oven. Yeah. And then for someone to have when they come home. That's nice of you. I'm very nice. Yeah. And then they are so stupid that they will then... <laughs> They'll make their, they won't see it, they'll make their food and then they'll put the tray in, pushing oh. my potato to the back and then that will catch on fire and yeah. just be a, and that's happened about six times. I will come home and I'll be like, why can I, why is the whole house filled with smoke? And then I, I don't know. It's, and then once someone had, someone had just put an oven cloth in the oven oh. and then cooked and cooked that and it was just completely like as stiff as a board. <laughs> uh, Your house is so stressful, you can't even make a potato in peace. Oh, so then, but anyway, so one of the times that they didn't do that, I just had this baked potato that no one had the mm. next day and I was like, oh, it seems a shame to throw it away. And I was like, make mash. No, I'll make a fritter, a oh, Spanish yeah. omelette. Yeah. So I could, so I just took the potato out, took the skin off, threw away the skin, chopped it up finely. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, put it, put a salt and pepper, and um, I think I put a bit of spinach in there as well. And then Jamie yeah. uh, Oliver over here. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> we know a terrible rumor about Jamie Oliver. So. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so welcome. Yeah. Um, we are here, and uh, 
I've got, I've, I need to get my tooth sorted out. Every time I get a bit of food in it, mm. so I've got a hole in my tooth. That's been happening since the pandemic. Yeah. Yeah, I remember you complaining about your hole. Yeah, because my partner just goes rogue and doesn't believe in the dentist. He's like, I'll just leave it. So then I think I'm like, well, I don't have a spare loads of hundreds of pounds to sort it out. But then it's just... I always have money in the bank in case all my teeth get knocked out. Oh, really? Yeah. So you always have, like, with your car, it will say there's a reserve amount of fuel. You always have reserve amount of funds. Just the way that my brain works. I always like to have enough in the bank to know I could repair my car and enough in the bank to know that if my teeth get knocked out tomorrow, I can probably sort it out. That's a very good way to live. I think it's really good. I mean, it it implies that I'm constantly getting into punch-ups and car crashes. (laughs) Yeah, I'd have to do, like, you know, in the film Dennis, where where he accidentally... So he he accidentally knocks over Mr Wilson's false teeth. Mr Wilson! (laughs) And then the teeth drop out, so then he gets Wrigley's chewing gum those bits. So I'll just have to use that. I love that film so much. Burned in my consciousness, that film. It's a fantastic film. Yeah. Because it's got the guys and it's got the guys from um, uh, Home Alone one of the baddies and he is but my partner I'm so scared of the baddie and Dennis the Menace why is he so awful? He's, he's really scary. scary. I mean, do you think it'd be scary when we watch it back as older people? No, I've watched it back. And he is terrifying. Yeah, because he's lurking around His schools. Long, lank and, hair. Yeah. I but think he's it's the... a metaphorical paedophile, probably. Yeah. But, met... he, but he's just the baddie from Home Alone. Which one? Marv? Yeah. Is he? Yeah, the, I didn't know the tall two... one. You're, I'm sure. Honestly... Correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm sure it's the same guy. Mm. Isn't it mad, though? Yeah, that's how he is baddie. Well, that's how it works. You get t- you get stereo, you get ca- typecast, don't yeah. you? <laughs> what happened with your... Because I've got a tickly feeling in my throat now and you had... You contracted Ignit... What was it? Ig- Skinavia. Tonsillitis. Tonsillitis. Skinavia. Uh, what the hell? My bra- You know when your brain is full and then it can't fit anything I mean, else? This is the first episode we're doing today, so you're going to have to unfill your brain. No, it's it's nothing to do with that. It's just, I think it's when my brain is feeling mental. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, well, I don't even know what, I'm very ADHD today if that's what I've got. I don't know where to put my brain. I'm thinking of everything, all at once that I could talk about. But, well, no, just I've asked you a question, so just answer that. These crocs have got bean juice on them from Heather. Beans. <laughs> <laughs> Would you ever put, uh, it, it puts like rub catnip in on your socks, so then the cats try and get through your holes. <laughs> Where the fuck did we go? Put a sentence together. <laughs> well, I've seen that happen. Oh, I love catnip. Giving the cats catnip. So Ali, Ali, who's got a famously bit of a dicky belly, she's got, I think she's got a food intolerance. The one that farts all over Louise's work. <laughs> yeah. She was... There's uh, a raisin on the floor there. She, 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 well, I've talk about raisins and they, they, they must be you. No, I don't bring one. <laughs> but I might start chucking them at the audience at the end. Why? I don't know. I just feel like I should, because the working class thing and uh. it feels like when you've got a show and people are coming to see an hour show, I feel quite bad that I'm not sort of like standing on my head doing gymnastics, giving them free party bags, pyrotechnics. Let me tell you this, Louise, mm. from one friend to another. Okay. Once at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival, uh, a friend of mine was up there with her child and and obviously still doing a show. So it must be difficult to like, she 
she needs some people to look after her kid for a mm. couple of because the kid's dad was also working up there. So for a couple of times, I would look after the child and take the child to shows and stuff. Mm. And one show we were watching where a uh, the show was people getting on top of they'd put a chair on their head. Then someone would sit on the chair on their head. Then someone else would sit. There was about eight people sitting on the chair on top of someone else's head. And then someone else gets on top of it, does a handstand on top of the chair, which has eight people sitting on the chair on top of the head. And whilst this was happening, this kid I was with was so bored and was crawling off off there (laughs) trying to do something else. And I thought, well, what more? (laughs) <laughs> what more could you have yeah so even if you were doing that <laughs> yeah but i'm not performing a toddlers i love those chubby elbows oh Isn't yeah that lovely mitchell and men yeah. well we were talking about existence and i was looking at heather in bed last night this is going to make it sound like a serial killer but no we all look at i just stare at no my i don't mean like that i mean because i started to think about how like i don't ever want to be without that and then we started talking about before how your body, well, your souls will be together if you believe in that, and I do. Like, souls all go back into one, and so you'll be a consciousness after life. So, really, this is just a meat suit, isn't it? Yeah. And, like, I was just thinking, it's weird how I love someone's meat suit so much, but we are just meat suits. You can't get too caught up in it because it's your soul, isn't it? And then, then I was thinking, you just get aware this is not forever. It's like, and then, you, and then, but then I started thinking, that's how people must think when they think it's all a simulation, like a computer game. Mm. Which you could read it like that, but then you think that's probably. Then I was thinking that's probably what. See, like if you're a top of the range serial killer, <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like you're going to be given away as a present on the generation game. Top of the range serial killer. Top tier. Top tier serial killer. Do you, don't you think that? Maybe they've just got zen with the fact that this is a computer game. and I think they don't think that. They're yeah, just, they're just evil. Yeah. Because you'd still appreciate life, the chance to play the game and be in the simulation. Last night uh, at this you game... You can't kill people anyway. Have you killed? No. I don't even like killing flies. Well... Last night at this gig, the uh, lovely Lou Conran said on stage, she asked... Have you thought, to a couple in the audience, have you thought about uh, how you'd kill each other? And <laughs> and the, the, the lady was just like, oh. And then and Lou was like, go on, go on. And then eventually uh-huh. she goes... Um, Oh, but maybe maybe poison, and then and then she goes. Lou goes to the man, and then he, as quick as anything, goes. I'd break a neck. Oh god! <laughs> How bad's that? And it's so visual as well, yeah. and so personal. And I then, think all how you kill someone, you take that quite personally. But then she just, just her head would just be flopping. Yeah, you you. It's got to be poison. She said that she's had, because this is a question she asks regularly, she's had it all sorts. She's had, like, um, ba- drop them in a, a bath of acid. Ah, that's the last thing you should do. Yeah, but it depends, isn't it? Because if you want to just murder for the way... Well, that's it. So if, if you're saying something like that or break your neck, it's more than just a means to the end of what the question is. Isn't it? It's more like going. I have to answer the question. Well, what's the least way I can hurt them? Yeah, 
they're not doing that. They're going, how can I hurt this bastard? Yeah, well, yeah they're going yeah. like, well, now I'm a serial killer in this terrible so world. So let's enjoy I'm, myself. Yeah, yeah. It's weird. <laughs> I'd hate to be a serial killer. Well, I do know the way that you would never get caught if you did want how? to kill people. It's uh, a wise person once told me this. Well, in fact, no, he wasn't that wise. But basically... So, so Ted Bundy. Yeah, yeah. So you... Um, <laughs> oh, I'm going to go off right there. So you kill him, mm-hmm. put him in the freezer, right? Right. And then you cut them up. No blood, because they're frozen. So then you cut them into tiny bits. What width? Because I think it's going to be uh, quite... An electric... Well, I have uh, eat, uh, eat, uh, an angle grinder or a... Or a uh, well, anything. Chainsaw. Will it work? Will it? Okay. Yeah, nothing will... Um, no blood. Okay. It's probably poison, then freeze. Uh, then you cut them up into tiny little bits, and then yeah. each tiny bit you put in a Nutribullet, and then when you go to a gig, you just pour it down the sink. Foolproof. Well, it's foolproof, but also you've got the the problem with... Commi- freezer. How you need a big well, freezer. Well, no, no, not just a freezer, because like there's also going to be like... Sometimes you can still find the murderer when there's no body. Do you know what I mean? Because well, rarely, Louise. They, they don't like to have a case. They, 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 no one likes to have a case where there's no body. But you would be like, why have you just bought an industrial-sized freezer two weeks before this person? Not two weeks. I'd plan... I'd, 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 Christmas before, I'd be like, I'm planning on getting a lot of turkey. <laughs> I don't turkey. think you should buy a freezer <laughs> around Christmas or the prices will be quite high up. Not if you just go on Facebook Marketplace. Okay, but I'd do it in January. <gasps> Right on there with Facebook Marketplace. There's... I'm trying to find a cat wheel, a big hamster wheel for my cat, because he's getting a bit bored. He's an indoor cat, and we're a bit nervous letting him out because of the road. Make one. No, you can't make a cat a big hamster wheel for a cat. Yes, you what can. What out of? Hmm. You know, Harriet, because they're they're quite strong. The cats. So if anyone's got a cat wheel, because apparently you can buy the cat the wheel, and they don't sometimes don't take to it. Well, just put a bit of fur nip. No, what's it called? Catnip. <laughs> do you reckon you'd ever murder... What would I have to do for you to murder me? Um, mm, probably it's quite a lot, really, because you would just restrain someone if there were... Mm. What if, if you woke up and I'd taken the skin off Heather's hand? Oh. <laughs> you gloved her. Yeah. Well, not with the engagement ring I bought her, I hope. Yeah, I've taken that too. Well, I'm re- not more annoyed about the ring than I had. <laughs> <laughs> so she'd have, like, you know, in The Witches... Yeah, it's awful. Um, well, yeah. So they've not got skin. I would obviously be so confused. I'd be like, worried about a hand, but you can get skin grafts. You can get like shark skin now, don't you? Get like fish scales put on you. What? That's how they regenerate skin. They use fish scale technology. But um, not to worry about that. I don't know that I would. I would just say that you... I don't think you can solve... I think when you've had graphic violence like that happen, you're not going to want to solve it with more violence. Aww. I just can't imagine being angry at you but I definitely would if you degloved <laughs> anyone that I loved yeah yeah. that's nice although that's what someone else said that they could never be um, angry with me and then and then they fell out with me <laughs> yeah she was like because I said something once when I would give give her a mercy like lifts after this place and then uh, and and then I said something and she was like oh well I can never be annoyed with you Harriet but then Next Where week. Where did it all go wrong? Oh, next week. The, yeah, the, like, the following week, it all just went wrong. It was that I... So it all started from... Fat, so she got on with the landlord of here. Uh, I thought he was a dick. She said I was being awkward, so then I was like, fine. But then she 
then suddenly turns against him. So then, even though I hated him, I then took the good cop instead of bad cop because because we still wanted to stay here. Stay here. Uh, and then, then she was. She put in the group chat of this place that he was the sort of person that would burn the place down and then claim it on insurance. But he put it in the group that he was in by accident. Yeah. And then, and then, so she, but she, because she'd had a breakup, so she'd have like she was just having a difficult time. So that, and then she was on a, a roundabout in a park, uh, and then sent uh, recording herself talking about memories of her dad, and then put that in it also in this group when that was meant for her family. <laughs> Did she understand her group chat? <laughs> she work? got confused. Yeah. So then I said because she was supposed to go to Cambridge. Boat, so it was just like. I love you yeah. very much. And he's really yeah. in the north. Like, those <laughs> made me feel so sick. Uh, I feel quite bad talking about this when she's passed. I don't know. You don't. You have a very strong thing where you don't want to just change all your views on someone because they've died, which yes. is correct, really, yeah. Because when my best friend died when I was younger, when I was like, so she was 19, I was 20, mm. and uh, the fucking people that come yeah, to the funeral, yeah, yeah. I was like, well, I remember you fucking putting bloody chewing gum in her hair and you doing this and you yeah. doing that and then they've all rocked up and I just thought mm. she fucking wouldn't have wanted you here yeah like I, I just think that's really like scabby mm. and because it's not for the person it's for themselves yeah and that's the that's the problem i have and some people are misery tourists <gasps> aren't they yeah, yeah yeah so they just yeah they just they just Definitely. love it so so that's that's just how i uh how i feel that i would never go to someone's well it's good that you are living with that authenticity yeah but then it seems yeah it does seem it's a just bit culturally weird the beginning of the the problem was that i said which so i said oh maybe to, because she had just had this breakup Oh, I think maybe because she was going to Cambridge. I I said, let's just go to Cambridge. Just forget about this place and calm down. She said that that was me gaslighting her into going to Cambridge when I just thought it was to take a moment. But she saw that as I was like, what, placitating and go- yeah. Whereas I just saw it as you were having a terrible time mm. and. Well, it was all kicking off because she was just calling the guy a fraud and this and that. And then she She's said... lose you, the, mm? the building. Yeah. And then, but then, because I've said then, but then she's, do you know these days people throw words around like gaslighting, gaslighting and abusive and stuff. So yeah. then she's called me an abuser and that's, and when you've actually genuinely had that abuse then you're just i was just really upset because i've been friends with this girl since like 2015 like really good friends Mm. started this place because i saw her um go i just would love a place where where we could go and play board games and there wouldn't be pissed people and they're like so one of the reasons i started this place was so that you know like people like her and her had a place to go and the whole thing was because at the time I was doing a residency at the um, in Sheffield, and I would just cry on the Snake Pass, just driving, mm. just really sad about it. So that was the sad thing was all that was also why I didn't go to a funeral because I felt I'd grieved, I'd, I'd grieved, grieved a friendship, friendship before. Yeah. So it was heartbreaking and awful. Mm. Um, but I'd already um, it was yeah. honourable. Yeah, well, not honourable. I don't think. But it is, isn't it? Because it's no empty sentiment. 
which I think is very important and like yeah I would not want like at my mum's funeral there mm. was this guy from the fucking cinema that my mum hated yeah. that was just fucking creeping in the back and see, seeing is well, well I say creepy is just sitting <laughs> but, but um, the, the fact that it was such a small funeral and why are you there yeah. we had it that way mm. like there was a woman that's got a face like a gargoyle but that's not her fault but she's <laughs> she has we just asked her to perch herself above the church on the corner of the spire <laughs> she has though mm. her face is ghastly I feel like I've got the face of a gargoyle you've got a beautiful mm, face I'm sorry I feel like it's a bit like a gargoyle no I don't mind I'd like to kind of play a villain in a um a play Carry on. I think you're so beautiful. <laughs> Thank you, and you, you know, Because I think you think that you're, like, in a relationship, you're not the glamorous one. Mm. I would always think of you as a very glamorous... Uh, glamorous? That makes us sort of like a blousy lady yeah, with big well, bouncing hair. Well, it, but in, the, the, but in the lesbian community, <laughs> I will say that. Harry, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's like homophobic. <laughs> well, there's not a lot of glamour in the lesbian community, is it? Is that homophobic for <clears throat> me to say that? I think, no, I think you're skirting on them. Um, well, you're quite pretty for a lesbian. <laughs> but no, you're right. Lesbians aren't uh, no. glamorous <laughs> by stereotypes. <laughs> it's all right. I mean, I think yeah, but you're, you're so stereotype. Ma- I've been within the land of, of, and I've just going by my research. Yeah, we're, we're known for practicality. Yeah, yeah. R- practicality. Before, but I don't um, think it's stereotype. I think it's just what I have seen with my eyes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and also I think out of everyone, because you're accused of le- being a lesbian so often, you're sort of allowed to just. Yeah, I do feel See, like these I types am. Of things. <laughs> Good, that's probably how it works. Makes me better. there guys if you are enjoying this episode of main and hazards podcast thank you for enjoying it and you know what would really help with if you go now go now please on whichever platform you're on and give her like a little like or a follow or a review or a little cheeky five stars that it would just mean everything to her and help with no end good day <laughs> oh oh I can't sit down anymore without groaning and yeah, puffing and puffing. I got up, up, I got up uh, yesterday and I went, and I thought, oh, that's just like a, yeah. as you get older thing, isn't it? I'm, uh, yeah, I'm worried about me, me stamina for Edinburgh, <laughs> Edinburgh Fringe. I think it's reminding us Edinburgh Fringe going up there of like doing me um, drama dissertation, which was a dissertation because I didn't go to proper drama school. I went to like a drama, <laughs> do you know what you do? Because like, there's drama schools, isn't there? And then there's like... Did you do your degree, drama degree, and just a uni? Yeah, well, I, I wanted to go to drama school, but I couldn't afford it. No, and I just couldn't be good enough to go, I think. Yeah, yeah, because I, I had a, a RADA audition and they... Did you? Yeah, and they just... I had They, they were just focused on... Um, the people who were connected. No, they just said, that, like, you've got... You pick, I had loads of piercings and stuff, and they really? were like, that's not for us. And... The classical, classically trained actors. Yeah. There's a certain type of actor that comes out of those things. What's mad that Daisy May Cooper went there? Did she? Yeah, I think so. Maybe they changed it by the time she got... Oh, no, no, because she's... Oh, my. I don't know. Yeah. Well, uh, because I think just like drama degrees are... It's just basically people who aren't yet 
Full-blown drug addicts. Oh, yeah. God, the people in my class, they're just awful. One girl, <laughs> it was just, she was like Masca Zorro, but with her foot. Yeah. She had, uh, she, we did physical theatre. I was off my tits. I would never go on a Tuesday because we just had... Uh, it was a big night, Monday student, night. Student yeah. night. And then this girl just didn't have a... T- she didn't cut her toenails and she fucking sliced, sliced through someone's foot with her toenails. So then there was an all, always an email every... Every week saying, you know, make sure you cut your toenails ready for physical theatre. People who did drama in higher education can't often take care of their feet. There was a boy in college who had a smelly foot problem <laughs> and we had to tell the teacher and tell him to wash his feet. Then there was a girl in uni who used to just tramp through big puddles in her Uggs and her Uggs were just becoming like stinking uh... big cabbages on her feet. But like... <laughs> like outdoor mattresses. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Um, there was a last... Yeah, everyone was just nuts on our drama on our drama degree. Everyone was just there was a girl yeah, there was a girl who was really off the rails, not just me. There was another one and she she was so mad that she, she like I remember turning up for like a, a writey down drama exam and she she was still a bit pissed the night before and she wrote the answers on our fanny. <laughs> How did she? How <laughs> there mustn't have been many answers. It's not a big surface area. <laughs> Maybe it sort of flopped out like a scroll. <laughs> <laughs> How did she know? How did she see the answers? She, um, <laughs> I don't know. She went to the toilet. She didn't, she didn't just have peekaboo <laughs> knickers and crotchless pants crotchless and a periscope. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so shall we say this? Peekaboo knickers! (laughs) Peekaboo. So we're going to do this? Yeah, yeah. So So this week, we are... uh, I I wanted something different than just naturally digesting stuff. And the only other option was either this or up the arse. (laughs) Oh, what was up the arse? A plug? No, I was saying... I, I obviously didn't look into that because that is off... The table. Is this? Well, we've got a lot, we've got a lot of episodes to fill. <laughs> a lot of holes to fill. I'm not putting anything to... up my ass. Well. We can't cross the line, Louise. Okay. <laughs> so this is... Uh, I think this is through the same sort of Samiad of the... Uh... Samiad? Yeah. That's the little Greek sand fairy, is it not? <laughs> yes, it is. I was hoping you wouldn't know, and I, if I owned it, it would just sound like that word belonged. Yeah, and I used to love the Samiad when well, I was younger. I say that my partner looks like him in the morning. <laughs> so, this. What is it? So, I think it's down, it's down the same sort of road as the Rescue Remedy, mm-hmm. that sort of thing, but this one is you uh, roll it on your temples and your pulses and stuff. Ooh, and I like supposed the sound. to. It's, I'll let you do it first because I feel like you wouldn't want... Oh my God, it smells like gin. Oh, oh, I'm oh, stuck on my nose. Oh, Sorry. I snorted it there. <laughs> often with these things, it goes. Why is it so smells rel- like gin? It's often just alcohol. Doesn't that it? smells like something I would have drank in 2015 out of an Evian bottle at work. Mm-hmm. So it's supposed to be good for. Um, what did it say? Halionus anius. It had root. What? Sunflower seed. <laughs> it's... Are you sure this doesn't go up your bum, Harriet? <laughs> it's supposed to be. It got really. It had really good reviews. Okay, it looks like to be a different blend of lavender, sunflower, citrus, bergamot, resin so, of some description, Boswell resin, but... So shall I have a look? What's it called? Remedies to roll. And I put it on my pulse points? Yeah. 
Remedies. Remedies. How much? Just like a good little... Yeah. Oh, oh, do you feel like sorry. it's doing something? I've got someone in me at my doorbell. Remi- oh, have you got a ring doorbell? Well, the cheap. The, I've got the... Wait, um, oh, I put it behind me. Yes, it's not... I think, it's I think not you, Chanel. It's, <laughs> you've got to put it here. What's it called? Remedies to roll. Well, me and Heather was at doing martial arts yesterday and the instructor was pushing all of me pressure points, so they're actually... Is it Neil's Yard? Yes, it is Neil's Yard. So I don't know exactly where my artery is now. I would not call my thing Neil's Yard. It sounds like where you'd get some alloy, spare tyres from or something, doesn't it? Exactly. Do you know when people say me alloys? What is that, your wheel trims? The things, like the things that aren't the hubcaps. What's your hubcaps? Like those old, the old the, ones, the plastic that fly off. Ah. That's hubcaps. Alloys are the ones that are there for life. That's what I always thought they were. So alloys just refers to screws? No, alloys are the, the, the bit that the tyre is around. Oh, right, I've got confused with the wheel trim. What's the wheel trim? The end. The plasticky bit that goes on for decoration. Plastic, no. Um, Alloy oh. is metal, isn't it? So on my car, it's the bit that's like a little, like spokes. Spooky doggy. Like a little clock face almost with... Yeah. Bits of pack. The metal bits uh, that are not going. That goes... I actually haven't got wheel trims on my car. No. That's more for when I used to have those old Peugeots that would break down and stuff. Wheel trim's quite an old-fashioned thing, actually, isn't it? Mm. Beautiful. fly off. Beautiful roll-on on, of calmness. Can I do it? Oh, it's nice. It smells a bit like what we keep mosquitoes at bay as well. <laughs> Beautiful roll-on of calmness. And guess who wrote that? Who? Kirsty Horn. <laughs> Kirsty Horn. Well, oh, you can see, you can see the uh, thing dripping down your temples. I'm actually quite glad that you've got... Oh, I didn't put it on my temples. I put it on my carotid artery. Here, yeah, I your do neck, it? Yeah, where you feel someone's pulse. Hey, I get really... Oh. I don't like feeling people's pulses. I find it, I find it like... Um, that's, a, that's a thing that people... That's like a... Aerophobia. God, it really does. Smells like insect repellent. No, it feels like... I do feel calmer. I need it on my temples because I've actually got a headache. Do you feel calmer? Yeah, I do feel a bit calmer. Yeah, man. Do you like it? Yeah, I do. Oh, that's what I was doing, looking at the... How is the... What's the science with that? That that I do feel calmer from just putting that on? Do you reckon it's more about the smell? And the motion? Yeah, and probably that it's... Why put it on your pulse point so it's travelling all... Like, why put it on your pulse point? Wait a minute, I think I... I don't know if it told me to. I think I just did that. No, it does. It says on the back. Don't rub it in your eye, mind. Oh, I'm not going to roll it on my eyes. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's essential oils. Very nice scent. Smells. Scent doesn't last. Oh, well, these people are saying it as if it's perfume. I'm not having it. It's bloody perfume. I'm having it for my mind. Let me see. I want. Well, I was getting Heather's mum a present for her birthday. Yeah. And I'm sure I had that in the shop. I was like looking for perfumes from this really lovely organic shop in Liverpool called Crescent. Oh, what's it called? I think it's called Crescent. It's in Magull. And it's all, like, natural bubble baths and soap bath bombs and fragrances. And, oh, it's, it's the absolute tits. It's brilliant. So go there if anyone lives in the area. It's so... And it's, like, independent shop. It's brilliant. But, but anyway, I think Heather was suggesting perfumes for us to get our mum. And she just kept suggesting room sprays. <laughs> Do you know when like, you're in the moment so you don't... And then later on, you like... I think she was just giving us room sprays. I need to bring that up with her. So she's... She... What, Heather was or her mum was? No, 
I was getting some perfume for Heather's mom, and Heather kept suggesting, how about this one, how about this one? I was going, Heather, these are far too sweet for a perfume. And now in hindsight, I think they were room sprays. <laughs> <laughs> but, did she, but she didn't realise. No, neither did that in the moment, but you were like, your brain's confused about something, and then... How was yeah. it? You solve it. Well, all my time at college, I <laughs> when people would go, "Well, that's nice," and it was glade the thing. I was just, I would be at people's houses, just sleeping on the floor. And then as I was leaving to go to college, I'd just see the air freshener and just fucking put it under my pits. Yeah, like burn. You go <laughs> burn for a bit. Oh yeah, and then you just go about your day. People are like, "Oh, you smell nice." Mm. Apple fresh. <laughs> well, you've washed your pits with cottage pie. Yeah, my. Uh, first, either first or second gig was at a student union in um, at uni. How old were you when you started comedy? Well, this is the thing because if you say it like that, but that's like what you did one gig when you were nineteen, then never yeah, again type like thing. Yeah, two thousand and because people seem to be caught up with that. They people go, well, get I'm pissed this. off, don't because I did like two gigs. They weren't even gigs. They were like a, it was a like graduation from a comedy course. Bullshit. I did that in twenty fifteen. But I only did that in 2015. So it's like I didn't start then. And even when in 2016, I did about 10 open mic gigs. Yeah. Over the whole year. I didn't really get going to like 2017. The summer of 2017, I quit drinking. I sorted my life out properly. And that's when I really started comedy. Yeah, we know when we started. So let yeah. us bloody say it instead of people, people thinking very... they're catching you out and stuff. And it's like, well, no, I did a gig. I was an alcoholic. I fell asleep. <laughs> I woke up to 18 missed calls because I had to be, I was already supposed to be there. My, and then I and then I just needed to wipe my armpit. So I used the fucking the, the sponge in the sink in the halls and I had shepherd's pie on it. So I just had shepherd's pie under my armpits and then went to do the gig. And, and it just, went terrible. Did it? Yeah. They often do when we're in that sort of situation to be washing our armpits with pies. But um, I love how in that situation it's like a real alcoholic's mindset of like how bad it was for me not really thinking about the poor people who had to wash their cups with your yeah. sweat. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you know what though? Um, I feel like I've been going in comedy for ages but I, de- I definitely haven't because I only really started properly like apply myself in 2017 and yeah. then by 2020, it had stopped. Yeah. So we did it for like two and a half years and it stopped. And then after the pandemic, I felt like I was expected to be a really accomplished. Yeah. Not accomplished, but I just, I very much after the pandemic thought, oh, I'm not new anymore. But I've only been going for about two and a half years, three years. Yeah. Gosh. That's why I've been bloody, my hair's nearly been dropping out. <laughs> How jolty did you sound? Because I just got all out. Just... <laughs> oh dear. Right, well, listen, this is nice, this. Uh, yeah, I like it. Just, the, let me tell you about the terrible reviews. Okay. This is, this is, ah, this is my favourite. Okay. Uh, the title Dry and Empty. <laughs> like my pussy. <laughs> <laughs> That's the same thing. It's right. Me and right as I, I got confused with indoor jokes in the house jokes and out the house jokes so me and Heather constantly go do that type of joke in the house like sometimes oh I'd, well we do we have this in joke where we just go like Heather you could like I'll say it to her she'll say it, say it to me are you going to be on time for this are you going to be late because you have to drag your big fat horrible pussy and we just have this thing where we keep going are you going to be alright are you going to have to bring your big huge massive fat pussy <laughs> truck it yeah but now I realise that when you're in public you can't just be saying mm-hmm. 
pussy. Well, people seem to take <laughs> offence with the word pussy because yeah. back in the day, it was only Americans would ever say it was pussy. Quite, it's something that's very rude anymore, but it used to be rude, didn't it? Yeah, I yeah. remember I went on a date with this guy from America. Uh, and uh, he was just pussying all over the shop. I remember, yeah, so even though I was an alcoholic mess at the time, I remember thinking, all right, mate, yeah. calm yourself down with the amount of pussy you are saying. Yeah, yeah. You could be an alcoholic and have standards. Yeah. 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 And then he went back to the States. Uh, this <laughs> is dry and must have evaporated on the way here. <laughs> <laughs> that's empty. It's come empty. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the only people that have... I love that. Leaky. I, it is quite a flow, isn't it? It's got, got quite a good flow on it. <laughs> yeah, it would have like, been doing press-ups and dripping off with temples. Oh, God, yes. Yeah. But it's just the cheeks. <laughs> but the thing is, Harriet, um, I'm just like such a hippie getting that um, I think it's my final sort of realised hippie state will be essential oils mm. and crystals. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice. I do. I do agree. Like a scent can take your um, scent. S- s- smell is very provoking, isn't it? Yeah, I didn't really because I guess it's straight in you, it isn't is it? It is lovely. It yeah. is lovely. I quite like this. I do need to be be more sensual, like <laughs> not like um, getting me big fat pussy out. But I, what I need to be doing <laughs> is like, um, just I think me and Heather have such busy lives that um, we're just like, and you'll be the same as well. It's just like when you're so busy, you just you're not really cr- you go into people's houses and they've like they've curated like the scents that they're using and the colour schemes and <laughs> I've never had a house like that before it's just so and I want because I do think it makes a hell of a difference to your mental health yeah so well I'm, it's to do it's like the uh, it's like a like an uh, like a smelly feng shui yeah it is just creating when I go up to the fringe I think I'm going to get some nice scents and take up some nice things to make us feel yeah make your room nice yeah Maybe take I, a poster or mm, some a plant or something. Mm. Oh, it's a shame you could have taken a Klaus. So how many big fat massive pussies <laughs> in the um in the in the uh, desert? <laughs> big, big, how many big fat massive pussies in the um yeah in the buffet in the buffet? <laughs> how many big fat massive pussies in the? Dragon. In the dojo. In the dojo. Shall we give it out of ten? I like this. Eight. I am happy to say eight. Great. First one we've agreed. First one we've agreed because I like a good essential oil. Yeah. And I didn't know I did. I didn't know I did. <laughs> we are converters. <laughs> Goodbye. What are you promoting? I'm promoting well and truly now. Well, to be fair, it's probably... Well, it probably is about to happen. Well, it'll happen all month. So I'm promo- promoting me Edinburgh Fringe show. If you're going up to the Fringe or if you live in, a, in Edinburgh, please come along and see us. It's just going to be so stressful, so a friendly face. Or even if you're not that friendly, I do like to have money. So just come along <laughs> to the show. It's on every day. Pleasance Courtyard, Bunker 1, at 25 past 7 in the evening. It's called Feral. And that's the way of the cookie crumbles. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, I would like you to watch my special, which is on YouTube, called Trigger Warning. Um, So I've had some lovely feedback from it, but not enough people are watching it. So if you could do that. And then I am in Edinburgh on the last week. Me and Louise will be roaming around. We might be doing a... One of these up there, won't we? We probably will, yeah. Yeah, So we will have to, so... So yeah, come and uh, Come and hang. But yeah. from a distance, we're awkward. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. No. Yes. Well, do hang, do hang. Yeah, that would be great. Okay. 
hang like your big fat hairy person. Oh, <laughs> sorry, no. right? Okay. Bye bye. Goodbye. Hello, thanks for listening. That was nice of you. If you'd like to get in touch with suggestions or stories, uh, please do make me better pod at gmail.com. And if you would like to follow, oh, please follow on the socials. We are on make me better pod uh, at make me better pod on all of them. Thank you.